Rob Hits. You already know, man. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, man. Y'all tuned in to, to Detour Radio. Hey. Uh, your host, D-Set. Uh, to, my, to my left, yeah. I have... Uh, the uh, the incredibly talented yes yes um, R and B sensation who me coming straight out of <laughs> straight out of San Jose man let's get it, let's get it. Russ Kassam man hey, hey what up what in, up man appreciate you man let's get it see yeah and then uh, <laughs> right in front of me I got the gangster <laughs> gangster gangster no no Champ Dash Lou what's up Champ Lou Champ yes Lou. sir let's yeah, get it so uh, let me get your levels real quick Champ Lou say something uh something on the mic. Something, something, something. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we're in here, man. Um, we just had, like, this crazy open invitation session where people was just pulling up. And yeah. it's, it's good. It's a day after Thanksgiving, like mm-hmm. Russ said. Um, I guess we can kind of start start it off with what you, what you thankful for, man. So, it's uh, 2018. Uh, we'll keep it within the year. Uh, if I could just ask you, Russ, yeah, starting you with go. you, uh, what, what are you grateful for in hip-hop and your uh, life for this last year? I am thankful for, uh, I mean, of course, um, family. Family, of course, you know what I'm saying? And i um, thankful for uh, being able to do what I want to do mm-hmm. and... Um, set me up for uh success you know what i'm saying and uh thankful for like having a roof over my head having the car that i have even though i'm making payments and shit it ain't paid off yet yeah <laughs> but uh you know i got a car and shit you know i got go from uh, point a to b and shit you know and um <clears throat> you know just being able to um just do what i want you know what i mean and um i'm, I'm thankful for that and uh just the opportunities i have and uh the resources that i'm uh, i'm able to uh get to you know what i'm saying and um Where? very thankful for everything that's in my life right now dope yeah right on how about you champ Lou? i'm thankful for this rain is it raining yes yeah oh it's raining the, so. that smoke was killing me that smoke was fucking it was nuts bro it was bad man yeah i was Only going way. everywhere with a we're, Especially we're on the West Bay, bro. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure that shit was, because I stay on the East Bay and driving from Newark to Redwood City, bro. I was on the Dumbarton, and I could feel that shit in my chest, dog. Where, like, where that what? shit was. You had to ride yeah, around man. with an N nine mask on. Yeah, man. It was man. looking like fucking China in in like the most polluted, dirty. Yeah, bro. We was number two. I think we hit number one. On, yeah. Uh, fucking, World pollution. Yeah, bro. Yeah, or air quality. Yeah, it was bad, man. bro. Yeah, so we we stay in the in the Bay Area. If you didn't know that already, but I think it's cool now though. <clears throat> yeah, no, nah, it's uh, yeah. the I think the rain helped a lot. Yeah, so. the first day it rained, the quality went from like one sixty to thirty. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard too. All right, we're going stray away from the small talk <laughs> okay. of, of weather. You know, that's yeah. all you're thankful for, Champ Blue, the rain <laughs> for this year. Yeah, <laughs> all right, you're done. You're done. Yeah, that's fall back. That's <laughs> it, that's <laughs> it. All right, well. Myself, I guess I'm, I'm, you know, it's kind of the same thing as last year, the year before that. Thankful for, you know, all of the the the, the things, man, like family, all those all yeah. those go tos. But you know, definitely thankful for being put in a position that I've been in, and and one of these, mm-hmm. one of the things I'm, I'm grateful for is just, bruh, just the fact that we've been able to to start this podcast up and yeah. and and really, I guess you know start to kind of like lock in on what we're what we're trying to do so Hell yeah um i want to do this like i have some 
some questions here that are like more conventional interview mm-hmm. uh, for you, Russ, and and you know feel free to if 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 it's crossing any lines or anything, go ahead and you know pump the brakes. Tell me nah, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me now nah, I'm cool. Nah. I'll pass. But uh, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know if you could take me back to the beginning, man, just mm-hmm. based on some of the research that I did uh, prior to this. Uh, I know you said you were part of a group of singers back in high school. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and uh, as a kid, you were in the karaoke, but maybe you could kind of tell me, like, you the know, whole where backstory. you first developed the passion for For music, yeah, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> you know, um, being coming from a Filipino fucking family and shit, you know, like, music is a huge part of the culture, you know what I'm saying? And wow. um, I, I grew up with, a like... A, from with this, from a single mother, you know what I'm saying? Two sisters, and then, um, you know, and we we grew up in the hood too, man. Like, um, fucking, we we grew up in a <clears throat> in in the in the ghettos, man. In the ghettos, and like my mom would have like hell of people over. Yeah, we would have like borders, renters in in the rooms that we had in the in the house. Sublet. They would have like full families and that whole shit, man, and. Um, but at the same time, people, people, they were happy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They were happy, and we would sing karaoke. And so uh, my mom would be like, hey, um, get over here and fucking sing the karaoke. I was like, yeah. all right, what's up? So I would sing karaoke and shit. You know, I'd be getting hundreds all the time, you know. Um, I had a, go, had a go-to song, uh, Put Your Head on My Shoulder, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I'd be hearing that shit, mm-hmm. hundreds all day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, um, so I was doing that. I grew up doing that. And then at the same time, um, in high school, I was rapping. We started smoking weed and shit, get hella high, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then we with me and the homies, we would just like just fucking make some stupid ass raps and shit. And then Did you have a rap name? Bruh, so um <laughs> my first rap name, bruh, was Big Russ. It was Big, Big Russ. Russ. Okay. And I kept it actually for a long time, yeah. for like more than ten years. So my rap name, I used to I used to be a rapper and uh, I would be <clears throat> called uh, Big Russ. Mm-hmm. And so um they call me Big Russ because I was kind of like the the big brother in the group, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like I had to be the OG. I had to, I I grew up fast, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have a dad, so I was kind of like the the big brother to my homies and shit, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then in high school, we we was banging and shit, you know what I mean? And um I was the I was the leader of our of our little gang and shit, you know what I'm saying? So they I was big Russ, you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then uh at the same time in San Jose, you know what I'm saying? Like there's it had to be either you was like you was either you with the shit or you was just like a regular dude, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. at the same time, like I was doing that, but I still had a lot of homies that were just like, you know what I'm saying, just regular cool dudes. <clears throat> so I was singing, doing little fucking like uh interlude, Kai, fucking D and H shit, you know what I'm okay. saying? Like, yeah. you know, Filipino for a little fucking singing shit, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so that's kinda where I found <clears throat> my melodies and um that's kind of where I knew, like, I had a voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though it was, it's not as strong, uh, like, as a singer as far as like hella soulful and shit. But I had a unique like, like a style. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And at the same time, I was like uh, involved with all the little street activity and shit. So that kind of, I feel like that's where I kind of grew as an artist. As my foundation and shit, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and that's why I came up with the term like R&B thug or hood love. I call it hood love. It's kind of like uh, like love stories, you know what I'm saying. But as um, kind of like when you li- like when you watch fucking like um, 
<clears throat> boys in the hood yeah. or like you know what I'm saying it's like it's hood shit but there's still a little there's still some pain there's still some love in the stories and shit you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. um, I wanted to portray that in my music cause like <clears throat> growing up I listened to a lot of R- 90s R&B a lot of 80s R&B but I listened mm-hmm. to a lot of West Coast gangster rap a lot of Bay Area shit you know what I'm saying so I feel like that was kind of my foundation for my music okay. you know what I'm saying so I kind of portray that every time I like make a song as far as my melody melodies is for sure like my strengths as an artist you know what I'm saying and um and just the the shit I talk about I guess is just <clears throat> a little less um unorthodox from like an R&B singer R&B singers to me I don't even like I don't even like R&B songs you know what I'm saying yeah. I don't even like R&B songs okay. it's hell it's hella sappy yeah. it's hella you know what I'm saying it's like, easy to sound corny hella when, corny when bro you like do cuz really like what you're doing Aside from rapping, cause what's what's cool is you have this this rapper mentality in, yeah, exactly. in, in like the melodic delivery. Yes. So what you yeah. can do as a as a singer is kind of you know love and above and a dove and, and yeah. all that, and that yeah. stuff. But as a rapper, maybe you add a little bit more technicality, a little exactly. more swag, and a little style more to, um, like wordplay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A little more wordplay, a little more swag, a little a little bit more like street shit. You feel yeah. me? Like. I, like to me, I, I fucking hate listening to fucking music. Soul Child, Brian, Mc, I hate that shit. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I hate that shit. <laughs> you know, right, we're over time. here burning bridges, bro. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm sorry, I'm just man. Don't add us. No, no, I, I get it. Uh, I understand. It's, it's not. Ooh, ooh shit. shit! What the? Over here dropping shit, bro. <laughs> what, was, what was that? Anyway, yeah, nah, it, it, it's cool. I don't mean like, you know, I get it, bro. I get why people listen to it. You know, yeah. you know why people listen to it, yeah, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, well, that's not me. So yeah, exactly. So like my my whole my whole like music career, I feel like is I'm still a rapper. You feel mm-hmm. me? I'm still a rapper, but what makes me different from other rappers is I can sing, and what makes me different from a lot of singers is I don't carry that corniness or like they can't and the lyricism. Yeah, from other singers because a lot of singers they could sing and they could hold notes and they can do all this and that they can riff and all that. Yeah, but their lyrics are hella whack. Bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's kind of my strength as a rapper is my lyricism, and then as a singer is is that you know what I'm saying. Bridging the gap. Yeah. Nah, I got you, bro. Well, what's cool, like, um, I think as I get older, more experience in in, in music, um, you know, like I. Me as a conventional MC, like I've, I've broken out of this this box where I felt like I need to say what hasn't ever been said before, mm-hmm. and now it's more just like um, if I put my belief behind what I'm saying, what I'm saying or singing or yeah. rapping or whatever, then then it it's not corny if I if it's my point of view. Yeah. So yeah, um, for sure. But but at the same time, I know some of be like. Man, you said blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you got as an artist, you got to be aware of what you want to say, and you have you got to kind of deliver it in a way where you still want to get your message across, but at the same time, you don't want to sound like everybody else. You know what I'm saying, or what's already been done. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Well, Which is corny. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's. I mean, the thing is, no one, everyone's in in the game trying to you know do what everyone else is done mm-hmm. uh, no one's really trying to reinvent the wheel yeah you know what i mean it's i said this on another song uh no one wants to build a well that's just sipping from the fountain and that's yeah. the truth it's just like no one wants to put in the work to try to create something new because i mean the hip-hop is based off sampling yeah innovation you know what yeah, I'm saying? innovation and, you always build on top of what was already put out and then just 
putting you made making better, sure your you know essence is felt your you're putting your mark on it right? yeah that's what yeah. legacy is about all right well that's dope man hell um yeah. you, you mentioned that that, that your that your pops wasn't around so yeah um if I could ask if this is not overstepping boundaries, what's oh, your relationship good. with your parents look like now? Are they supportive of your aspirations? Yeah, or? yeah. So, I mean, it's my mom. So, she's a single mom. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but growing up, I grew up with uh, my aunt and my uncle, which is my mom's sister and then my uncle, her husband. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, my uncle was a big um, influence in my life. He was pretty much my dad. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, uh, he taught me a lot, man. And I'm, I'm actually, I was just talking to my sisters because, you know, th- yesterday was Thanksgiving and shit. Yeah. And we were just talking about how, um, you know, like, even though we didn't have much growing up, like, we're hella happy that we experienced all that shit to yeah. become who we are today, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I, even though, yeah, I didn't grow up with a dad and everything, and um, I'm actually I'm actually happy the way I came out, bro. Like, I'm pretty fucking, like, aware of shit. Like, I'm, I'm pretty understanding and shit, you know what I'm saying? And um, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't even trade it. Like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty content with who I am and shit. But yeah, me and my mom were cool. You know what I'm saying? And um <clears throat> other than me and my uncle were cool, my aunt, you know what I'm saying? And fucking uh But it, it, do they do they fuck with what you're doing as far as musically or did do they have like different goals for you? Was it was it always like a like a smooth relationship? Yeah. Was it more a little like what are you doing? Blah blah blah. Yeah, well yeah, I mean me and my mom always used to bump heads. <clears throat> it's crazy because my mom, you know, she showed me the uh the real, I guess, the realistic side of life, mm-hmm. and then her sister, which is my aunt, who I also grew up with, was hella well off. Mm-hmm. So like, my mom was from the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like she showed me to be humble. She taught me to be humble, and it's kind of like negative reinforcement. You know what okay. I'm saying? Kind of like she taught me what I didn't want in life. You know what I'm saying? And then my aunt, on the on the flip side was very fortunate. She was rich. Mm-hmm. She was she had every she had a big house. She was like the the uh the breadwinner of the family, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That and was then, the place everyone so, went for the holidays and yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. So I had like both worlds in my hand. I had the, the lowest of the low mm-hmm. and then I had the highest. But at the same time, like I was never at the at the like the type to be like like fucking uh cocky or like you know, we had this cuz it wasn't really mine, you feel yeah. me? And then, but it made me like ambitious. It made me ambitious, bro. Like it made me want more because it you showed can see me it's feasible. It showed me that you know what I'm saying. Anything is attainable, bro. Like anything, like I wanted, was really just up to me, bro. Like even though my mom was over here struggling, fucking working at the gas station and shit. You know what I'm saying, but my aunt over here just she ain't even working, but her my uncle is just making all the money. And she's just gambling all that shit away. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's it just showed. Filipino. Yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> and so, especially, yeah, my, my mom was a huge gambler. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. it kind of, it caught me, it showed, like, it showed me both of the two worlds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, I'm, I'm hella happy that I was able to uh, experience that shit. You know For what I'm sure. saying? For sure. That's what's up, man. Um, so, uh, you said that, that you, um, you did the karaoke thing. Oh, you yeah. had you were you were singing in high school with, yeah. with friends, um, so I'm assuming you you weren't necessarily classically trained. You didn't did you uh, did you ever take vocal lessons? Nah, or, man, nah? it's crazy. Yeah, so like, um, I mean, I was always I was singing just, but I never really like I went never did choir none of that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I never took no classes and shit. And then um, the really 
the time when I really started like <clears throat> recording and making music was high school. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We was high school and we would just I was just with my homies all day and we started smoking weed, you know what I'm saying? And then then we started getting creative and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We copped a little fucking mic that was like you just plugging into the computer yep, and shit. I got you. <clears throat> Put a sock over it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Hey man, I know, bro. <laughs> yeah, we were uh we used to when I was first starting to make music, bro, we we were using sound record on uh, the, the yeah, PC. Yeah, yeah. And, and I had put a I yeah, bro, I had a computer speaker. Bruh. And I just threw a headphone right over that. Yeah, you had a, you had a speaker right <laughs> there, yeah, you feel know me? Yeah. And then just press record, bro. You know what I'm saying? Bro, my yeah, that shit was humble that was, beginnings, man. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy because I still have all my recordings from 2014, 2013, bro. Like when I first started making music, and it's mm-hmm. crazy because when I get when I have kids later on and shit, you know, what I'm saying I want to show them like this was me back in the day when I was yeah. a kid and shit. You know, what I'm saying and it's just crazy, just just memories and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's funny you say that, man, because it kind of leads me into what I was gonna say next. <laughs> it's like what you dropped. How many projects so far? It's crazy. I mean, um, unofficial, I had. To I had about like four, five projects, but uh, mm-hmm. officially as an artist as Russ Casone, I had um, two. Okay. So I had addicted and still addicted. You know what I'm saying? But dope projects, man. Yeah, but before then, I had I had mixtapes in 2009 because I used to be, man. I had a whole journey in music, bro. Like I, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I used to do the whole backpack rap. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy because everything falls into place, bro. Like, it helped me with my bars, with my syllables and my similes and, mm-hmm. like, metaphors and shit. Like, I was hella into East Coast rap, bro. Like, I like I like Nas, bro. Fucking, um, fucking Big L. All yeah. that shit, bro. You That's know tight. what I'm saying? I, like, I liked all that shit. Wu-Tang, fucking all that shit, bro. Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls is one of my favorite rappers, bro. Like, I don't care. Even if I'm from the West Coast, Biggie. Yeah, had nah, bars I don't, all day, I don't knock bro. you for that at all, bro. Biggie got Biggie Small got fucking bars all day, bro. So, with those projects that you dropped, do you feel proud of everything that you've done to this point? As far as those like solidified, like you, don't, I I'll speak to my my own personal experience. I go back, I listen to them, I'm like, damn, bro, it was all whack. But, yeah, but I wonder, like, from um, other people's perspective. Well, especially with those two projects, like Addicted One and then Still Addicted, um, Addicted One. Was I dropped that mixtape at the peak? Uh, I, w- I, w- I would say at the peak of my, not the peak, but the first taste of like popularity, your, your ascension. You know what I'm saying? Um, as an artist, a recording artist, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I had a little buzz and shit, and I, I dropped it, and the sound of it was me at the time. You know what I'm saying? It, it might not be me at who I am right now, yeah. but at the time, it was the best of my abilities. Okay. And so I accepted. As far as the best of the time, okay. And so I see it. To me, I see it as it's not the best of my abilities, but it was the best I did of what I could yeah. do. And so it has a lot of good memories. You know what I'm saying? I so I don't see it as I sucked because I really tried my best. You know what I'm saying? I tried my best with everything, as far as even the the beats I chose, the lyrics I wrote, and then the production that I had. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> That's dope, man. And then um, what's still addicted though? Still addicted to me is still like one of my best. Like, w- like work of arts. You know what I'm saying? Like it's slept on, bro. Like it's super slept on, and uh, I think a lot of people still need to hear it. The production is dope. The engineering is dope, and um, I still feel like it still needs some justice to yeah. it, man. You know what I'm saying? It was it's so hard, but I just feel like it wasn't time. You know what I'm saying? Everything yeah. happens for a reason, and I feel like it taught me a lot because 
there was such uh as far as skill level from addicted one to still addicted i grew so much bro if you listen to addicted one i have no harmonies Mm -hmm. no harmonies it was just uh the main and then the falsettos yeah and then like a lower octave no harmonies because i couldn't harmonize bro i I feel it bro like because i I used to be a rapper you know what i'm saying and i used to sing i could sing but i didn't know like the logistics of it bro you know what i'm saying but um people used to say like oh all your shit sounds the same and it like out of all the good like uh commentary and everything, it's always the bad ones that kind of stuck out to you. you for me? sure. And so they come a dime a dozen, but those sometimes they fucking hurt. They man. hurt, bro. You know it's what I'm saying? like someone just twisting the knife. As like, far I mean, it's no matter how many good comments you get, bro, it's just always the bad ones that kind of stick out to you. They're like, bro, you suck. You don't you can't sing. You 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 have no harmonies, blah blah blah. So I was like, man, you know what? For this next project, I'm gonna show these motherfuckers. Like, yeah, you know, I can do that shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's fun. It's it's cool you say that because like, I was try, I was try to look at it like that. Like, you know, the 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 negativity that that might arise is more like, uh, okay, well, you're putting a chip on my shoulder that is needed mm-hmm. in order for me to go into this shit. Just like, fuck that, I gotta like, I feel like an underdog. Yeah, because if yeah. you feel like you you're the shit all the yeah. time, then no, there's no one there to tell you that your shit stinks. Yeah, and honestly, and, and like with where I'm at right now, I'm so glad that people do say that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? and I'm it's important, and I'm open enough to open minded enough to uh, accept it. And like learn from it, bro. Because if I if I didn't hear that, I would have thought I was a shit. I would be like, man, fuck these motherfuckers. Yeah. Bro. Like I'm the shit. But nah, bro. Like I'm so glad that I was open minded enough to hear that because I taught myself how to do that shit. What's up, bro? I taught myself how to do that shit. And yeah. fucking look at me now, bro. Like honestly, like it became one of my strengths. Yeah. Like there are so many this day and age in 2019. There's so many rappers turned singers yeah. that try to sing, but they ain't got no harmonies. Their melodies are hella whack. But it became my weakness became one of my strengths. It's hella crazy, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel it, bro. Well, it's like, you know, it's important to to be high up in the clouds, but stay tethered yeah. to the ground. Oh yeah, for you sure. Know? So it's important to know like where that 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 you're you're not the best. Because yeah, you're the, not. The, it, you you have room to grow. Exactly. Always. As an artist, man, you always you like you can't. It's good to think highly of yourself to be confident in your abilities, but you can't be on that high horse all day. You feel me? Like feel you have it. to. You have to be humble, bro. Like because there's always something wrong with you. <laughs> I mean, there's you're never. No one's perfect, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and as an artist, you got to be constantly fucking one up in yourself. Yeah. Not one up in other people. You gotta one up yourself. You know what I'm saying? Adapting. Like, yeah, and adapting. Just moving forward. And just being, you know what I'm saying? The best artist you can be at the time. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. Well, uh, so with those two projects, I you know, I I've been privy to just notice that you uh you've just been dropping single after single, visual yeah. after visual. Yeah, yeah. Um, just really grinding, trying to like you know, keep keep that consistency. Yeah. Um, is there a plan for another project to come? Uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. Cause like, <clears throat> I was just looking at my like musical history and shit, and um, I usually drop a, a project every other year. So I had t- addicted in 2015. Yeah. And I had I had still addicted in 2017, and then I had now have. It's crazy because I have like I be smoking this shit right, and mm-hmm. then I have like epiphanies and shit. Of like even just the titles of my projects, the title of my projects, how many songs, and it all just makes sense to me. You know what I'm saying it feels right. 
Yeah. So this year, I do uh, 2019. I do have another project. It's gonna be a double disc. You know what okay. I'm saying? And uh, it's gonna be called Hood Love. So I 2013, I dropped a, a unofficial mixtape called Hood Love, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like it was like my rendition of 90s R&B, but with like gangster rap, gangster melodies. But this time, um, it's gonna be a double disc. So it's gonna be Hood Love, semicolon, uh, Guns and Roses. You know what I'm saying? That's so, tight. so one, it goes with the whole theme of like the R&B thug. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So guns, it's all that street shit. Roses is love. You feel me? So like I'm gonna have a double disc, fucking uh, the first side. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be with like all my Jay Z P dudes. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z P is like the label that I made back in my junior year in high school when I first started rapping this shit. Yeah. And uh, we still can we still carry the name. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? Represent for like all my Filipinos and shit. You know what I'm saying? We, we, yeah. we I want to be a pioneer, bro. Like I want to be like a go-to. Like I want to make history. You know what I'm saying? I want to yeah. make history, and uh, at the same time, just be who I am. So my project for 2019 is gonna be a double disc, Hood Love, Guns and Roses, um, nine songs on one song on one CD, nine songs on the other. And the reason why is because my favorite number is three. Yeah. And I was born on March 9th. Three you know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And three is just a holy number, man. And nine is a, is a multiple three. You know what I'm saying? It just yeah. it makes sense to me. You know what I I'm got saying? you. And um, it just seems right, man. And so my next project is going to be called Guns N' Roses. So that's you're looking at like. I'm uh, thinking uh, summertime 2019, man. That's what's 20, up, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're looking forward to that. Dude. Hell yeah. It's going to be dope, man. And this time around, I'm going to mix the whole shit. Um, I, I don't want to I want everything I want to be the the executive producer you know what I'm saying usually I, I mean I still produce everything as far as like when I sit down with my producers I'm there at the same like building it with them but this time I want to be I want to be the one engineering it like I don't want to bounce it out to nobody else <clears throat> I did I did the whole shit and um, I just want to like put my all into this, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. uh, and this is my third project, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like this is going to be a, uh, one that really touches my soul and shit, you know what I'm saying? That's tight, man. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, dude, like, um, since I've known, uh, since I met you, which is uh, several months ago, uh-huh. um, you know, one of, one of the conversations that I had with you shortly, or, or br- very briefly, was just you talking about being, you know, your own EP, being self-sufficient. Yeah. And um, it's it was hella dope to me because I, I just asked you like, hey man, where you, where you recording at? Mm-hmm. At the time you were working, you working your job, yeah. and you're like, bro, I'm just like wherever I can go. I got an empty office, and we just knocking it out in there. Yeah, and man. and that to me, like that hunger, that's that's really inspiring to me. That's dope because you know I've been a lot of this, my the amenities I, I have over here at Three Up. Yeah, and um, you know when when. That keeps me humble. That keeps me also hungry for it because it's like, all right, I know there's people out here getting it yeah. that are doing it by any means. Yeah, and yeah. So it's like, man, I, I got to lock in. Yeah, see, honestly, it's crazy because I had a taste, bro, trust me, like I had a taste of being fortunate and unfortunate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I know from personal experience when you're fortunate and you have all the glam and you have all that shit, you need something realistic, bro, like, to bring you back to when you had nothing. Because yeah. when you have nothing, bro, like, that shit's the shit that will fucking fuel your shit so bad. And right. that's why when I was talking to Mike the, the, earlier, he was just like, man, I got all this, I got all this, um, but I just don't have the drive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, and it, it clicked with with my own, like, th- 
thinking. I'm just like, you know what? Damn, that shit is true. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you have everything, like, you can't stop, bro. You have to fucking keep one-upping yourself. You have to want more, man. Like, Where? And, um, yeah, I, so I think my advice is for people who aren't in my shoes, like, right now I'm at the bottom, I would say. I'm at the bottom. But I feel like I need that shit mm-hmm. to make me, to inspire me and shit. You feel me? But for people who are more like well off whatever you need something to fucking remind yourself like there's a there's other motherfuckers out here that will grind just as hard as you bro like you gotta do something like you gotta fucking put a fire under your ass you feel me like you gotta fucking really get that shit to no time like now yeah you feel me like you know like you can't take all the shit you have for granted bro like you have to fucking get that shit and bro you guys are so dope bro like like with the conversation we had earlier bro like Get that shit. Yeah, bro. bro. It's it's um we're recording this the day after Thanksgiving. We we had this crazy conversation just Deep playing talk, a bunch man. of playing a bunch of shit. But Russ Russ tells me like, bro, just drop your shit. Yes. And I literally am like, bro, I have a whole project just like sitting on. Bro, you private. got y'all got like three projects. We got several. And and you're like, Ready just drop, drop that shit. So I was like, all right, you know what? Fuck it, bro. Unprivate, and I just made that yeah. shit. So right on, bro. I appreciate you for honestly, like, bro. Like I think. That- what you like you guys just gotta release that shit bro it needs to be heard bro like you guys are so dope like i compare my like i compare myself like this is my song right when i'm hearing that shit i'm like damn this is my like i'm listening to it this is my song it needs to be fucking heard bro like it does like you guys are tucking it you know what i'm saying like don't tuck that shit man like motherfuckers need to know how dope you guys are yeah you know what i'm saying like that shit is hard i appreciate that man. hell yeah bro You. you guys are hey remember monday I need to see at least one of y'all motherfuckers yeah. dropping some. Yeah. You feel me? Like sure. real talk, dog. Like you guys deserve that shit, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Look, look at us, bro. Look, look what you guys built. Look at this shit. Yeah. It needs to be fucking recognized, dog. Word. All this shit needs to be recognized. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just a, a matter of of staying consistent with it. We got a club going on next door. Now there's a session going on, <laughs> so don't mind that. Um, you feel me? <laughs> But yeah, man, that that to me was 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 super eye opening, and it was yeah. just cool to have that energy around, you know. Like, That's dope, man. That reassurance, is like, and even with me too, bro. Like, I'm never in this environment, bro. Like, yeah, just me being here inspires me. You know what I'm saying? Being around y'all inspires me, bro. Like, That's what's up, I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? And I'm glad I, w- I inspired y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, like, hey, it's sure. just like yin yang. You know what I'm saying? The exchange, yeah. the exchange yeah. of energy, bro. You know what I'm saying? And um, that shit's dope, bro. Like, I'm fucking. I'm hell excited for what's coming up, bro. Like, honestly, bro, we're going to fucking win, dog. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And um, honestly, bro, like, y'all just got to fucking just release the shit you got. Yeah. Just release the shit you got and just be fucking consistent. You know what I'm saying? And just fucking drop that shit. I, I got to do the same, too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But, I feel it, bro. Well, I mean, <clears throat> we're doing it. We're, yeah. we're, we're, yeah. we're linking up. This is networking. This is all part of the process. Hell it's all. Yeah. Uh, a page in a chapter. We're doing it right now. We're fucking doing this shit right now. Yeah, you know literally. So, um, I mean, I guess to get back to some of these questions that I have, uh, um, I heard you earlier say you uh, you you want your music to kind of um, embody some of the essence of like people like Nate Dog and like. Yeah, yeah. So I was just wondering, like, what kind of artists that that you, what are the, some of the artists that you look up to? How much of an impact that they had on your style? Um, I would say, you know, like I think about shit all the time, you know. And um, growing up, I had um, major influence was Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. Dr. Dre, the whole Dog Pound, Death Row. That was definitely so. I kind of based Jungle Zone 
off that. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone was their own artist. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a it was a group, but they were like individual artists and shit yeah. that each had their own style that was each their own person and shit. That's what I want. That's the empire that I'm trying to build too. You know what I'm saying? And so I in my music musical journey, I started off as a producer. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. um, fucking like I was I was fucking. At home, like my mom was just trying to keep me out of trouble and shit, so she was fucking take me home at, right out of school, and I I was just trying to kick in this shit right, but I just started making beats. Yeah, started making little gangster beats. My my signature sound at the time was I had I had little whistles and shit, kind of like Dr. Dre. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like a little West Coast shit. And then at the time, I was just like nobody else would do justice to my beats, so I started rapping, and then um, started recording, engineering at the time, and then. And it just fucking just went from there and shit, you know what I'm saying? So my major influence was definitely Dr. Dre, um, Bay Area music, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen to a hell of Bay shit, you know what I'm saying? Mac Dre, E-40, fucking um, a lot of San Francisco shit, Sacramento shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, like, SIBO, <clears throat> fucking X-rated, like... All that shit, and then I mixed it with R and B. You know what I'm saying? I fucking used to listen to like Genuine, yeah. fucking, you know, what I'm saying? you know, Patty Droppers and shit. You know, yeah. uh, and just kind of incorporate it into like my own style. And then I always wanted to be the person on the hook. You know what I'm saying? Just like Nate Dogg or like fucking Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to be myself. You know what I'm saying? Still talk about that street shit that was marketable to be on the radio. But still hood enough to be accepted by like the streets and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what's up, man. So that's kind of like it's it's kind of harder to do as a Filipino artist. Yeah, Filipino American. Um, you know, they're they're cats like Pilo that's winning right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so are you trying to do it? Or like, are are you artist first? Like about the music first, or you recognize yourself as I'm a Filipino artist? I'm an artist first, for sure. To me, I'm an artist. But I don't care about race, bro. Honestly, like. Like, yeah, art, race, you know what I'm saying? Like, the bigger picture, people are always going to see you as, like, a Filipino rapper or something, yeah. you feel me? Even though I don't consider myself, I'm just a rapper, singer that happened to be Filipino, you feel me? Like, right. I, don't, I don't see race as, like, the main thing, you know what I'm saying? But I want to represent my skill, my message, my vibe, and then at the end... When I'm fucking popping or whatever, I just happen to be fucking Filipino. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got that and that's how I represent for my people. You feel I feel me? It. That's what's up. But I don't want to go in there like, yeah, Manny Pacquiao. You know, <laughs> like, nah, bro. I'm not trying to do all that. Coming um, out next to him on the fight. You feel me? Because I can't even speak my, I can't even speak Filipino, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty fucking you. American. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, with me at least, I'm not hating on everybody else trying to do their shit. You know what I'm saying? But for me at least, this is how I want to represent my music. You know what I'm saying? To represent me, brand myself. And uh, just how I'm trying to win, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, I got, I got, I got a deep question for you, bruh. So we will switch it up. But uh, how deep? <laughs> deeper than Atlantis. Nah. <laughs> um, what do you? What would you want to be remembered for? Or as? um, you know, I want my story to represent, as corny as it sounds. The the, uh, the rags to riches story, you know what I'm saying? Because, um, you know, a lot of us grew up not having a lot, you know what I'm saying? And uh, we didn't have the, like, a, a person in mainstream America to represent our story, our culture, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, so 
I want to re- be remembered as a pioneer, definitely. Um, I want to be remembered as someone that was different from a lot of the other rappers, whatever, or singers trying to come up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I feel like I'm doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, my style's so different from a rapper and a singer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's kind of like a mix between both. Like, even myself, people are like, oh, what do you do? I should be like, uh, I just make music. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. I can't even consider myself a singer because I can't even sing like that. You yeah, know? <laughs> like, I I, like, if someone would like, oh, Russ, sing the fucking national anthem. Nah, bro, I can't do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> or yeah. like, oh, Russ, battle this motherfucker. I'm like, I, I can't, bro, because I'm not a battle rapper and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just make music. You know what I'm saying? I like to rhyme. I like to fucking write. Writing is definitely my strengths. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like to categorize myself as either a rapper or a singer. You know what I'm saying? I'm I feel just... it, dude. I went because everybody and their fucking mom is a rapper now. Yeah, so, man. I mean, I when people like I be introduced to, to people like by somebody else and be like, "Oh, this is my rapper, homie," and I'm like, "Bruh, nah." I was just I, when people say, "Oh, you rap?" I just, be like, I, just I write songs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? People, are, oh, oh, you rap? Hey, Facts. rap for me. I'm like. What do you want me to do? You yeah. really like fucking well, rap? Like oh, spit, spit, free, spit freestyles. Like, like yeah, right spit here? some. Like, <laughs> right nah, here? man. Right, like, yeah, right like, here in church? Yeah, <laughs> bro. Like, I, first of all, it's the same the environment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ain't the right mindset right now. <laughs> fucking A, right? All right. Well, well, I got a new section for the podcast. It's called Behind the Bars. Okay, okay. Um, it's, it's not so much about what you might think it is. It's just literally like just, just random questions that I ask you. That maybe maybe some people want to know. So uh, one, what's your biggest fear? Uh, my biggest fear is uh, what is my biggest fear? My biggest fear I have nightmares is forgetting my lyrics. Okay, forgetting oh. my lyrics on stage, bro. That's oh. I have nightmares about that shit because I it happened to me one time. Yeah. Oh my god, that's the worst, like, bro. Fuck, man, like that shit. Luckily, I had my ad start dancing. Well, I had my ad libs playing. Okay, so it was at the end of the bars, but I forgot. Like, and luckily, I heard it, and so I was able to pick it up. But it was like two bars too late. So for 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 two bars, bro, like you start dancing, it was just like, hey, like, bro, hey, it was so embarrassing. Yeah, like I that was my worst. That's one of my biggest fears. Okay, <laughs> so forgetting your lyrics, man. Yeah, man. Ah, um, just being being embarrassed in public. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think feeling that's, embarrassed. I think it's pretty uh, uh, universal. Yeah. Um, as far as far as the fear. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, outside of music, do you have any any hobbies that you're into? Um, I think getting fucked up. Other than, other than drinking and smoking and shit, uh, <laughs> music. <laughs> nah, man. Honestly, I don't even watch TV. Fucking um, yeah. You just nah, live. You just I'm, live shit and breathe bruh, music. Huh? I mean, I, I just I kick it. I kick with the homies, but other than that, I ain't got no hobbies. That's fucking hell sad. <laughs> I was literally my next question yeah. was like, hey, do you read? <laughs> hey, actually, I've been reading lately. Okay, I've been reading lately. I've been going on the spiritual journey. Okay, uh, the spiritual journey um, of believing yourself, law of attraction. You know what I'm saying? And so I've been le- reading a lot of um, mind power books about changing how you think. Just like how I was talking to Mike, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. everything is up to your mind, bro. Like, you have to, like, everything you want, if you want it and you fucking think of that shit in your mind, and if you really fucking want it, you're going to get that shit, yeah. bro. It's crazy because even growing up, bro, like, everything I ever wanted, I always got it, bro. It's fucking weird, bro. Yeah. 
no matter how hard it was, like if I really wanted it, from fucking like from school to like bitches and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I really wanted someone, I'm like, I got her, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. Put your mind to it. To yeah, you gotta put your mind to it. It's crazy. Yeah. And so Hey, yeah. guess what, man? You got a hobby, man. You reading. Hey. <laughs> well, I don't I mean, I don't really read that much, but lately I have. Yeah. So I guess it's a hobby now. Yeah, that's something, man. But um, it's 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 I mean, you can make music all day. But if you're stuck in your routine, yeah, that's you like need, the biggest you, killer of your, your creativity. You need a break somehow, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can't be fucking, like, all music 24-7, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you have to have some some type of break. It's balance, man. Yeah, some type of balance, bro. Because if you're just fucking going hard, you you tap out, you know what I'm saying? You tap yeah. out. And so... Um, that's funny. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I guess I'd be watching Netflix. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what I'm eating. But other than when I'm done eating, boom, we go back to fucking when I'm doing this shit. You That's know what what's saying? up, but, man. Uh, the gym. I go to the gym. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Checking my little small on and shit. <laughs> So I guess that's a hobby. Yeah, I don't know. For sure. It's lifestyle, man. <laughs> lifestyle. Balance. Uh, yeah, that's it. So, I mean, I guess I asked you this next question, but I think it might stump you, bro. But uh, if you weren't making music, what do you think you'd be doing right now? <laughs> Take your time, man. Well, I mean, before before doing music, you know what I'm saying, I I went to school, you know what I'm saying, and then I was doing the whole little hotel management thing, you know what I'm saying, and uh, hospitality, that's dope, you know what I'm saying, I liked it, and then um, I always wanted to um, own, like, my own hotel chain and shit, because growing up, we never had our own house and shit, you know what I'm saying, so, like, um, I always liked going to hotels, like, fucking resorts and shit, and so, like, when I started working at one, um, back in the day and shit, like, it made me feel like it was mine. Yeah. My house, you know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like when I'm successful with all this music shit, I'm gonna invest my money in getting a fucking hotel chain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm gonna own all that shit, and it'll be my my house. Goddamn it, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I'll be a fucking entrepreneur. That's what I'll be fucking. I'll be a cap venture capitalist. That's what I'll do. That's what's up. Other man. than uh, an artist, I'll be a venture capitalist, bro. All right. Well, um, I guess we can we can get towards the end of this but uh i guess leaving on a note for up-and-comers whether they're making music whether they're artists uh painting uh photographers in the making mm-hmm. or you know videographers in the making what would you recommend that somebody does for in order for them to get established or achieve some type of success in what they want to do um be consistent man like if you have that fire in you, if you have that feeling in you, like nothing can stop you. You gotta fucking go with that shit. Don't let anything stop you. Cause honestly, like I used to have that shit when I was eighteen, man. And cause I was making music back in high school, and then reality hit me and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I was trying to go to school cause for my family and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Fuck school. Honestly, <laughs> fuck school, man. Don't let that shit stop you, man. Like. Fucking, I wish I did this like five years ago. You feel me? Like, you don't need that shit. Like, you gotta go, you gotta follow your heart, bro. Like, if you feel something, if you feel fucking like super strong about something, bro, like, don't let nobody fucking tell you. Cause, you know what I'm saying? Our culture, especially our culture, bro, they're not, they're fucking, one, they're superstitious. Yeah. They're fucking, like, they don't have no type of fucking passion or dream chasing. Yeah, it's all about like hard doing work. what's gonna you know I mean? make like, you the most lucrative. Fuck all that, bro. Yeah. Like, 
chase your fucking dreams, dog. Like, don't let nobody tell you. Even if it's irrational, dog. Even if it don't make sense. If it makes sense to you, do that shit. Because that's exactly what I'm doing right now. I did all that shit. I went to school. I did all that shit. But now, I'm fucking, like, doing what I want to do. And I fucking wish I did that shit, like, 10 years ago, dog. I feel it, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's my advice to someone who is in my shoes, like, as a youngin. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Don't let nobody tell you, fucking, you got to do this first. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all that. Do what you want to do because they're not fucking, they're not living your life, bro. This is your life, man. And even, even with parents, bro, like, fuck all that yeah, shit. Yeah, man. Parents <laughs> just don't fuck understand, Fuck all that bro. shit. All right, they well. They don't. They don't, man. Shit, man. I mean, I feel like those are good closing words to, to uh, end it on. Um, is there any last words you want to say? Any shout outs you want to give? Where can the people find you? Uh, man, shout out to everybody listening right now. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Ruscason, R U S S C O S O N. Twitter, same thing, Ruscason. Um, YouTube, just type in my name, R U S S C O S O N. We got a website, Ruscason.com. Shout out to D Set, hey. Champ Lou, you know what hey. I'm saying? Uh, the whole uh, Three Up gang and shit, Mike Dash. Yeah. Fucking, um, we out here and yeah. shit. Right on, man. <laughs> if I could just say one thing, bro, it's a. It's, uh, it's we like having you around. Hey, thank you, brother. If you're you're in the area, if you feeling like you want to create and we're available, bro, definitely pull up, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Cause we're here to work. Yee. There it is, people. Let it giddy. <laughs>